I think my proudest moment is when someone messages us and tells us how thankful they are for the group because of the friends that they've made. And I have noticed like there are different groups um, within our page that have now become like best friends and try to meet up with each other all the time. And I mean, we're all obsessed with our dogs. So what else is better than having a friend that is also obsessed with dogs? (laughs) Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In this episode, I am talking to Zoe Lee, the creator of an Instagram account just for the dog moms of Tampa Bay, Florida. She started the account as a place to share local dog-friendly places that she was visiting with her dog, Callie. When she inquired with local businesses to ask if they allowed dogs, a few started to offer her prizes to give away to her audience, and some asked about hosting a meetup. That sparked the idea for monthly dog mom meetups at local businesses, dog parks, and beaches. Now, the account is run by six dog moms spread out around the Tampa Bay area. And this past holiday season, they took on their biggest project yet, a calendar of the dogs of Tampa Bay featuring over 150 local dogs. At the time of our conversation, this calendar was expected to raise about $4,000 for local animal rescues. The biggest takeaway for me from this interview is the power of connecting with other pet-obsessed people. If you want to connect with more like-minded women, join me in the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group. It's the best place to learn, connect, and experiment with ideas to grow your own pet industry business. Just search Facebook for Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs and request to join today. Zoe Lee created the Dog Moms of Tampa Bay. She herself has a two and a half year old boxer hound mix named Callie, and they live in the most dog friendly city in the United States, Tampa Bay, Florida. She created the IG account to share dog friendly information in the area after she spent countless hours in October 2019 trying to find a local pumpkin patch that she could take Callie to. She quickly realized that there wasn't no other option other than calling and messaging every single place just to ask if they allowed dogs, and she wanted to change that. So the Dog Bombs of Tampa Bay Instagram was created. The page started with just Zoe in January 2021, and now they have five admins and a wonderful growing community of over 3,000 followers. Hey, Zoe. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Sure. I'm so excited um, to hear all that you're doing. Um, Life in Tampa Bay, I'm sure, is very different than life up here in Pittsburgh. But I really related to your story about looking for a dog-friendly pumpkin patch because I have a blog post on my blog about that because in Pittsburgh, there is only one that I can find 
that allows dogs. And I did all that research that was exhausting and took hours and calling everyone. (laughs) So I could totally relate. Yeah, it was. um, I mean, we have a ton and unfortunately, not every place just has a giant, we, uh, it, we accept dogs here. So it, yeah, it took a lot of work. And then I ended up finding quite a few of them that did allow dogs. And then it was like only certain hours. Like this is exhausting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, either it's it's cool if you don't allow dogs, but like make it clear so that we don't show up and get thrown out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of like your inspiration for starting this account. Um, Tell us a little bit about like what it's grown into. Um, Now you have like a whole community. You have people helping you run the account. What's What's the mission of the Dog Moms of Tampa Bay now? So it originally started where I just wanted to find you know, stores, restaurants, anything throughout Tampa Bay that you could take your dog to. Um, I learned that bringing Fido and Googling and stuff, just it, it doesn't give you all the information you need. Um, and once I started researching, I was overwhelmed with the amount of places that I found that did allow dogs and you could take them to. And it kind of, it started growing from there. And then as I was telling people about these places, they like reached out and wanted help to kind of like get their name out there. And so like they started donating things and now it's, we do monthly meetups and we have special events like yappy hours um, and we hold them at specific places that allow dogs and we have giveaways at the meetups and it's a bunch of, it started with uh, places giving us their business cards so that we could put them all in goodie bags. And then people started donating, you know, baskets that we could raffle off during the meetups. And yeah, that's what it's grown to now. So we hold a meetup once a month um, in a different place within the Tampa Bay area. So it's always different and we're always going somewhere else and we're just trying to explore the area. I love that it just kind of happened. It sounded like very organically, like maybe, (laughs) maybe it wasn't even your goal to have these meetups, but the restaurants were like, come to us. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't at all like this, the group I'm speechless as to how the group is now. Like, this is not at all what I had thought. I thought it would just be a page that you could go to. And like, if you wanted to do something in Palm Harbor one day, you can just go and you can look in the Palm Harbor area and just find all these places and pick one. Like, that was the original plan. And it just so happened that we did it during COVID. And everyone wanted to get out and the dogs were getting tired of being home all day. So we're like, why don't we just meet up with other dog moms? The dogs can play. We can interact with people that we have similar interests to. And it just spiraled from there. (laughs) That's awesome. And so how many people usually attend your meetups? 
depending on where the area is, um, in Tampa or in St. Pete, we can get anywhere between 30 to 50 people show up. That's awesome. And all different dogs, all kind of different dogs and stuff, right? Yeah. Yep. All different dogs. Um, a lot of the same dogs show up because they, the moms like just love the page so much. So they try to make it to as many as possible, which I think is incredible. Oh, so people are kind of competing. Like, can we get the most bulldogs at this meetup or the most doodles? I don't think so. At least I'm not aware of it. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) It it could be possible. We have a lot of specific breeds here. So (laughs) here, here in Pittsburgh, at least like, um, there are, there will be like a bulldog meetup. There's doodle meetup, corgi meetup, um, different breeds. I try to get like labs to meet up, but lab people, I think don't want to really meet up with each other. They just want to like be by themselves with their dog (laughs) is what I've decided because no one shows up to the lab meetups. I mean, a few people do, but, um, nothing compared to like how the doodles are and and other kind of like, I guess that's like a newer breed. Maybe it's because labs have been around for so long. Maybe. Yeah. Doodles are like their own community. Um, it's the same with retrievers, the golden retrievers. Yeah. And Aussies, I feel like those are all their own specific groups. Yeah. And we have, they, um, they show up and become a part of your thing too. Yes. Yeah. So your meetups sound like they're mostly kind of like, um, like social events where like the, the dog moms can talk with each other and make friends and that kind of stuff. Do you guys also do stuff? like where the dogs themselves can play around? Like, do you ever meet up at, at parks and things like that? Yes. So all of our meetups are done either at a dog park or, um, we have three major, um, dog bars, um, that we have had meetups at, um, and they're like indoor slash outdoor, dog park things and then it's a bar that you can go and like you can relax and drink and your dog is so jealous those sounds so fun (laughs) it is so much fun we really are lucky um in tampa bay to have these i think so yeah it might might be like the weather down there is more conducive to having more dog friendly places than up here perhaps yeah almost um anywhere that you can sit outside down here will allow dogs. Um, we've done meetups at beaches because we have some dog friendly beaches around. Um, yeah. So like I said, every time it's somewhere different and we just keep trying to explore. Well, and I love that you really support local and encourage people to like shop local shop small. What are some of the things that you, that you do, um, other than, other than having these meetups at, at businesses, like in what other ways do you encourage people to shop small and, and stay local? So we've had a lot of businesses reach out to us because they do like what we're doing. Um, we've done page giveaways. So like we, we've hosted quite a few giveaways and everything is from local businesses. Um, we, if they, I don't know, if they tag us and things on Instagram, like 
we're going to share it. We're going to make sure that we can get their name out. Uh, yeah. I mean, as much as we can shop local, we do. And then we make sure that we spread it to encourage also shopping local. Yeah. Um, and again, it, this whole thing happened during COVID. So a lot of businesses were hurting and they really appreciated that we were helping get their, get the name out. And we've had a few of them message us and say that like our group really did help. Like it really did help their business. So that's it. That's so exciting to hear. Like no matter what kind of impact that you can have, whether it's sending some customers in or, you know, if you're doing something huge from little to big, it's always exciting to know that you made some kind of an impact. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of businesses that people knew about, but didn't know that they accepted dogs. And so we shared that and they're like, Oh, I had no idea. Well, now I'm going to take my dog every time I go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they'll probably go more often. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so that's like, that's okay. That's a proud moment, but what do you say is like your proudest moment from, from the last year or so since you started this? So I think my proudest moment is when someone messages us and tells us how thankful they are for the group because of the friends that they've made. Um, and I have noticed like there are different groups um, within our page that have now become like best friends and try to meet up with each other all the time. And it's nice because a lot of people are like, you don't get to go out much like this past year. And this has really helped and finding more friends that have things in common with you. I mean, we're all obsessed with our dogs. So what else is better than having a friend that is also obsessed with dogs? (laughs) I totally agree. All my friends now are from dog stuff. (laughs) Exactly. All of them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, can I ask you a personal question? Mm -hmm. Are you single? I'm not. Oh, you're not. Okay. Because I find like I am single and um, being able to go meet up with like other dog loving women is really important to me because like, I I feel like a lot of things are like geared towards couples or like, you don't want to go by yourself, but if you can go with your dog and then when you get there, there's other people there with their dogs, it's Mm -hmm. so much easier to, to put yourself out there and, and do that kind of stuff. I agree. Um, I think dogs are the best icebreakers. Um, we encourage, there's a lot of people that move down here and they're like, well, we don't know anyone. And so we tell them, I mean, of course, dog dads are also accepted. (laughs) So we tell them like, we're having a meetup. Come on, like stop over your dog can play. You don't have to talk to anyone if you don't want to, but there's plenty of people here that are going to be willing to talk to you if you want to. Yeah. So, yeah, we try, we try to encourage everyone to come. If you are in a relationship, feel free to bring your partner with you. If not, have fun with everyone else. Yeah. If your partner thinks that you talk about dogs too much, leave them at home, come talk to the dog people. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Do you ever discover a fabulous new tool to run your business and wonder why you didn't know about it sooner? 
that used to happen to me all the time. Luckily, through this podcast, I've asked nearly 200 women what their favorite tools, apps, and resources are to run their pet industry businesses. I put their recommendations in one place, and I am so happy that I can share that list with you. Discover over 160 apps, tools, and even the best squeaker to get the perfect doggy head tilt. It's all in the Wear, Wag, Repeat resource guide. The guide is totally free. Just go to wearwagrepeat.com guide. However, I am currently working on a new freebie, so this is last call for the resource guide. Get your paws on it at wearwagrepeat.com guide. Okay, so... Tell, tell me, though, you're working on something coming up to help some of the local rescues in Tampa Bay. And what is that project that you're working on? So we were working on a calendar for next year for 2022 and into the dogs of Tampa Bay. Um, we did a page giveaway for the 12 feature photos for the calendar um, and the winners got a professional shoot with two um, local pet photographers. And once we got that done, we allowed submissions um, so people could send us pictures of their dogs in front of different places throughout the Bay. Um, We selected a lot of them. We had, I think, like 300 entries. Wow. Um, yeah, so we ended up with like I think around 150. So the calendar has 150-ish Tampa Bay dogs featured in it. Um we had local businesses uh sponsor the calendars. So each month at the bottom they have some of the businesses ads and that was able to cover the cost of shipping and printing and everything. So all the proceeds that we got from the calendar um, are being donated to four of the local rescues in the area. Um, We picked one from each of the areas. And I think we've sold a little over 200. Yeah. Already. Yes. I know this episode comes out a little bit later, but we are talking in November. And so you still, (laughs) so you still have like lots of time to sell more. Right. We ordered 250. So we have like 20 to 30 left. Are you going to order more? If (laughs) a lot more people want some, we're definitely uh, thinking about it. Uh, We did like a pre-order to make sure that we would order enough. And then we ordered some extras. And so all this is so amazing. This is such a good idea. I'm still blown away by this. Um, We haven't done all the calculations, but we believe um, we're going to do the donations around Christmas. So it'll be a nice Christmas present. And it should be like a thousand dollars per rescue. That's amazing. Good for you guys. 
Yeah, it was um it was an incredible idea that was brought to us by one of the photographers um that took some of the pictures and just took it and ran with it and it turned into this incredible thing. And yeah. Well, okay, I got a little excited. Maybe you don't have to reorder more, but saying that you <laughs> saying that you completely sold out and then next year, you know, you can do pre-orders earlier or whatever and sell even more. Yeah. We're we definitely uh would love to continue this and continue making them and be able to donate a bunch of money to rescues for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah. What a, just, what a great idea. I love it. So your page has really grown and, um, I mean, 3000 followers in under a year is a lot, especially when it's something that's like so hyper-local, right. Um, Mm -hmm. and you've brought on people to help you. So how did you find people to help you run the page? And like, how do you guys divvy up what, who does what? Uh, so in the very beginning, I think it was only about a month that I was doing the page on my own and I had put out, there was a couple hundred followers maybe already. And I had put out on the stories, like I'm looking for anybody to help me. Um, preferably the Tampa area because Tampa alone has so many places. Um, and that's where I found, uh, She was the first admin to come on with me and we, it started growing even more. And I want to say maybe like a month or two later, we put out that we were looking for someone else. And then Ashley came on and she is in Dunedin Clearwater area. And then she had a friend that lives in St. Pete. And so she brought her on. And then we have another Tampa admin because Tampa is so big. (laughs) And so we have a different person covering each of the big areas within Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of how we divvy it up. So we each handle our own specific areas. Um, So we do everything that has to do with the meetups, um, getting the cards from businesses, the giveaways, all that stuff uh, so that we can split it up. We don't all have to be doing all this work every single month. So it's really just one person kind of has to deal with the majority of it. Um, But we thought it was easier. So it's just one person that's focusing on each specific area to make sure that we can get everything like as much information as possible. Yeah. And then we also have it so that if anyone has questions about that area, they know who to go to, to ask. Um, and we actually just brought on another Tampa admin. So now we have three in Tampa, uh, which thank God, because it is <laughs> so big. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's how we separate it. Um, we all pitch in whenever it's needed. Um, we're all constantly, you know, giving ideas. We're in this group chat. And so it's just constantly, we're like, Oh, what about, what if we do this? And what if we do this? And oh, this person reached out to us, we should do this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we've just become really good friends and 
just try to work together to be the best that we can. Just for the sake of the dog moms of Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Are your group so your group chat? I have to ask, like technically, do you just is it a, a text or a DM group chat? It's a text. Okay. <laughs> D- DMs can get a little like overwhelming. They can. And especially because we all have access to the dog moms page. And then we all have our own Instagrams and our dogs' Instagrams. And we're like, no, we're just gonna do the text message. It's all in one spot. <laughs> Well, cause then like, cause you're, if you're all on the, the, like the dog mom's Instagram account, it would be hard to, to say like who read what, you know, it's confusing. Yeah. So we try to, <laughs> we try to avoid that as much as possible, but I like how you've split it up and now, so now you have like six people working on it. So like theoretically you would each only have to organize two meetups a year. Like if you did split it up that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's really like manageable. It is. And luckily, because we all, this is a volunteer group. Um, we don't get paid for any of this. Like we all have our own full-time jobs that we work while managing the page as well and doing everything for the group. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very helpful that we get to alleviate some of that every now and then. Would you ever want to grow it into some kind of a business? I've thought about it. I've had friends talk to me about it. I don't know how to go about it. Yeah. It's definitely something that I would like to look into though. Um, yeah, there's just so many different I mean, there's so many different things. Like it just, it kind of reminds me like years ago. So I, I kind of used to be like more of a fashion blogger than a dog blogger. (laughs) Some, some like long-term listeners may know that. Um, but I was part of, we had a group similar to yours that was called, um, stylish Pittsburgh. And it was like fashion bloggers in Pittsburgh, which was pretty niche group. And, um, we had meetups and it was, we all just volunteered to do it. Um, I think we would charge like five bucks or something for the meetups, but it would just cover like the food and drink and stuff that we provided. But we had so many ideas. We're like, we should create like a book that is like a guide to stylish things in Pittsburgh. Like you guys could totally make like a book of the dog friendly guide to Tampa Bay. That's a genius idea. (laughs) Definitely going to have to look into it. (laughs) Well, I'll be happy to help you figure out how to do it. (laughs) Okay, perfect. (laughs) Just add one more project. That's the problem with talking to me is that I uh, have way too many ideas and no time to execute any of them. (laughs) Oh, I know. That's that's what our group chat is. A bunch of ideas and then they just kind of go away. (laughs) Well, and I think like, that's important for people to realize too, that a lot of people who run some of our favorite Instagram accounts, they have other jobs and lives and dogs and partners and all kinds of stuff that like that account, you know, if people don't reply right away, it's because they have other things going on. Right. And we, every now and then we will send out a thing, like, please remember, like we are all volunteers. Um, we do have other things going on in our lives we try to get back as much as possible or as quickly as possible. Um, we, 
yeah, that's, we try. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so, okay. Kind of like speaking of that, is there anything that sticks out to you that you know now that you wish you knew back in January when you started this? So I'm an introvert. Um, I learned that you cannot be an introvert when doing this. If you want to get things done, you have to be extroverted. <laughs> well, obviously you can be an introvert because you're pretty successful at it. You just have to like find a workaround. Right. <laughs> and my my workaround was emails. <laughs> That's and a great DMs. tip. Well, tell us, tell us more about that, the emails. So I am not huge on talking on the phone. I have to do it for work. So if I don't have to do it at all, I'm okay with it. Um, I, the first thing that I did instead of calling these places was I would find their pages and send them a DM. And sometimes they have an automated message and they're like, email us at this, do it, like email it. There are eyes that check the emails and they will get back to you and they'll tell you one way or another, um, or they'll help you get in touch with the person you need to get in touch with. And it was really helpful. Like if, so I guess if you reach out to someone and they don't answer, try another way to reach out. They're probably going to appreciate the fact that you made the effort to contact them and to get in touch with them and they'll be more willing to help. I love that advice, not just for what you do, but like for everyone, you know, if you're like pitching, like you're kind of pitching ideas, kind of like, can we bring Mm -hmm. our dogs to your business? Um, is kind of like a pitch and it's same thing for like influencers. You know, I think people get so scared to message brands and ask questions. Um, but the brand is there because they want people to be interested in what they do. <laughs> so exactly. yeah. I mean, I've reached out to Chewy and like some other pretty big companies and I've been surprised at how quickly they've gotten back to me and it's genuine. Like it's not like there's a bot there or something. So yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised who will actually answer you back. Yeah. You never know until you ask. Exactly. <laughs> like the moral of life. <laughs> For real. <laughs> um, so we just, I just saw a little tail uh, exit screen left. <laughs> was that Callie? It was. Tell us how Miss Callie came into your life. So Callie is a rescue. I heard she heard her name and now she's staring at me. <laughs> um, my boyfriend and I were volunteering at a local rescue um, over the summer as a dog walker. And Callie and her litter mates uh, were transported from Alabama as owner surrenders. And I saw pictures of them. They were adorable. They were like five months when they came um but they all got adopted pretty quickly and then her and her brother were the only two that were left and they were there the day that we were volunteering and i fell in love with her she was 
so adorable. She was super shy and like reserved. And I just looked at my boyfriend. I was like, I'm going to have her. And he's like, okay. Um, we didn't because we were in an apartment. So we couldn't have her yet. Um, and she went into like a foster home. It was supposed to be a foster to adopt. Uh, and she was there for about a month. And we actually ended up buying a house. And the rescue called me one day when I was at work and they were like, Hey, the foster to adopt fell through. If you are still interested, you can pick her up tonight. And so I went immediately. I went over to my boyfriend because we were up together and I was like, okay, they just called me and they told me that we can get her today. And he was like, if that's what you really want. I was like, it is. So make sure you get off work on time and we're going straight there. (laughs) And we did. And we picked her up. They gave us a crate. They gave us some toys and we brought her home and I cried. (laughs) And that's how, that's how we got her. And it's been almost two years now. That's such a good story. Yeah, it was, I was heartbroken when I found out, you know, she went to the foster home, but things just worked out. Yeah. Yeah. It probably made it like even sweeter when you finally did get her. I, yeah. I like, I broke down and cried when they're like, yeah, you can pick her up today if you still want her. I was like, okay, I'll be there. She probably been thinking about her every day for that whole month. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at pictures. Yeah. Now she's a princess. Now she's the mascot for the dog moms of Tampa Bay. She is. <laughs> well, so speaking of Zoe, tell us where everyone can find and connect with you. We've, I know we've been talking about your Instagram, this whole conversation, but just tell people exactly where they can find you. Um, so our Instagram handle is at the dog moms of Tampa Bay. Um, make sure that the is in the beginning because there have been a few. And on Facebook, we have a page and a group. Um, the group is where we are a little bit more active. And it's also the Dog Moms of Tampa Bay. And those are, yeah, those are our two socials. Okay, awesome. Well, everybody go to Instagram, go to the Facebook group. If you know someone who lives in the Tampa Bay area, share this with them so they can find all the events and stuff. Yes, please do. Yes. And thank you so much for being on the show. I really enjoyed hearing all about your story. Well, thank you so much for having me. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at teamistic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.